having it written down in journals just allows me to really reflect more efficiently and see that I've come out of things before. So no matter what I'm experiencing today, I know that I will be okay. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington, and you're listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast. This is the space that you come to each and every week to learn more about what it means to chase purpose, not money. And in this community, we believe in the original 12th century definition of wealth. Now, I know you're used to hearing the very surface level definition that is all about money and material possessions. But when you go deeper, that 12th century definition That's where the purpose chasers in this community come in, because we believe in what it says, which is wealth is the condition of well-being and happiness, which means that in order to truly build wealth and have it sustainably, you need to be well in all the other parts of your life that are impacting your finances, even when you're not thinking about it. And today we're going to talk about the fit pillar. It is the first pillar of the six pillars of redefining wealth, and it's about becoming your best self. And I'm going to share a tool with you or several tools, but we'll get into it that have really been a blessing to me on this journey of redefining wealth. If you want to learn more about the six pillars of wealth and which pillar you may need to begin with in this season, go to patricewashington.com and click on the quiz. It's a quick two minute quiz. You do the assessment and it's going to help you in two minutes figure out which pillar you should start with. That's at patricewashington.com. Before I jump into today's episode, let's do the affirmation of the week. You know, you got to speak positivity into your life, into your day. You got to affirm positivity. You got to affirm abundance. You got to affirm yourself to wealth. This week's affirmation is, I expect blessings to overtake me suddenly. I believe that the creator of the universe has the power to collapse time in my favor. What may take some years to manifest or experience will take months. What takes months will take weeks and what will take weeks for most will come to me within days. I wait with expectancy and excitement of all that's to come. I have sown good seed mentally, physically, relationally, and spiritually. And like bamboo that is fortified under the soil for three years before it sprouts, I will rise rapidly in this, my weightless season, and experience unusual acceleration. I expect blessings to overtake me suddenly. So one of the tools that have been so helpful to me on this journey of redefining wealth is journaling. Yes, it's journaling. And I thought, honestly, that everyone was a journaler. I'm not going to lie. I've been journaling and writing things down since probably third grade. I have journals that go back as far as sixth grade. And I plow through several journals a year. I have boxes of them. And I love having the journals because it really allows me to go back sometimes in time uh, because, you know, we have spiritual amnesia. We will be praying about something. You know, you're going through a situation, you're praying about it and all this stuff. You get delivered from it or you get some result that you desired. And then you move on and you just forget. 
you forget that at one point in time you were anxious about it or you were worried about it and you don't really get to really tap into how much you've grown, right? And so having it written down in journals just allows me to really reflect more efficiently and see that I've come out of things before. So no matter what I'm experiencing today, I know that I will be okay. But as I talked about journaling, especially in my last book, Redefine Wealth for Yourself, I actually made a joke about it and said, um, there have been seasons in my life where I journal to keep from going to jail. Very true, very true. Because journaling was a way for me to release. It's been a way for me to process. It's just been a way for me to reflect and sometimes to strategize. It's just something that I truly believe in. And I do believe in uh, Habakkuk 2 and 2, write the vision and make it plain. And so journaling has been a way to also dream. And in this season, dream a new dream. But I realize in talking to people often that a lot of you don't know where to start when you're journaling. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to write. A lot of you overthink it. Are you one of those people that just overthink? What do I say? Where do I start with all the things? I wanted to share some of my personal prompts and some of the things that I share with my clients and even in the book to see if that could be of support to you in this season. So One of my favorite journaling exercises is called what if versus what is. And I use what if versus what is whenever I am in a moment of feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, fearful, or doubtful. This week's episode is sponsored by Ethos Life. Now picture this, you're redefining wealth, reaching new heights in your career, building strong relationships, and living life to the fullest. But there's one essential aspect you might have overlooked. It's life insurance. It's time to talk about it because being prepared is the true key to growth and wisdom. Now, we all have dreams and we all have loved ones we deeply care about. For me, it's my daughter, Reagan, who is my greatest joy. And ensuring her future is one of my top priorities. Let me introduce you to Ethos. It's a life insurance provider that is changing the game. Because traditional life insurance can be so confusing and so time-consuming, but Ethos is different. They've created a seamless 100% online application process, making everything easier for you. And here's the best part. No medical exams or blood tests needed. Ethos understands that your time is precious and they can cover you in just minutes instead of weeks. Imagine the peace of mind knowing that your family is protected. It's as simple as answering a few health questions online. Your future is just too important to delay. Get a quote in seconds, apply in minutes, and in most cases, get coverage on the same day. Visit patricewashington.com slash ethos for more information. That's patricewashington.com slash ethos. The point is, is the what ifs are the things that I'm afraid of. What do you fear? What do you think the end result will be if you have that difficult conversation Um, What's going to happen if you do lose the job or you don't get the new job? What's going to happen if, you know, you do run out of money for the project or any number of things? Our minds will play such tricks on us and they will go down these spirals of the worst case scenario. And oftentimes um, we're overwhelming ourselves and driving ourselves mad with things that may never really happen. And if they do happen, the truth is we already have a way of escape. We just haven't taken a moment to sit down and really think through it. And so the what if versus what is exercise is one of my favorites to do in my journal. And essentially, 
Uh, you take a sheet in your journal and you fold it over so you have a crease in the middle. And on one side, you write down what if. These are the fears. And you just list them all. But on the other side, you write what is. And this is the truth. So what if I don't get that job? What is is I will still be okay for another two months. I have a spouse that is supportive. I have friends and family who have a wonderful network. And if I share my resume with them, they can pass it along to others. There are networking events in my area I can go to. But it allows yourself to just go down the path of thinking of, as they say, the bright side or thinking of the possibility, the opportunities, instead of staying stuck in the the dread of all the things you don't want to happen. It allows you to just kind of raise your vibration and think bigger about whatever scenario you may find yourself in. Because when you're in it, we get so in it. But when you can take a step back and look at what is, you see that, again, there's already a way of escape. You just have to allow yourself to get out the box and think about it in a more broader fashion. So that's my first favorite exercise. Now, the second journaling exercise that I really love is whenever I found myself in a difficult scenario or, you know, someone acts out or maybe there's a betrayal of some kind, I like to journal, what am I making this mean? What am I making this mean? And that is such a great way to tap into, again, all the noise and the stories that we love to make up. So many of us are Ava DuVernay. We are such directors, producers, we are screen playwriters, call us Issa Rae, because we are creating all of these stories about what someone else's actions mean. And oftentimes we are making ourselves the center of the story. We are making ourselves the main character in someone else's scenario. And it really has nothing to do with us. If someone is having a bad day, if they are frustrated, if they are going through something Just because they take it out on us, it doesn't make it our responsibility to shoulder like all of the burden along with it, right? We make it mean that it's our fault. We can make it mean that we've done something wrong. We can make it mean that the relationship or partnership or friendship is over. We can make it mean any number of things. And again, we send ourselves into a spiral and so it's really interesting when you just allow yourself to write freely what comes up because oftentimes if you don't police yourself while you're journaling, if you don't try to correct yourself or edit or make it what sounds good because this is just for you, you can actually get to the root of what's really going on. Maybe that you fear abandonment or you fear rejection or you feel isolated from the tribe of people that you've loved for so long, whatever that is for you. But what am I making it mean is such a great start to just let it flow so that you can get it all out and get to the root of what's really going on. And then you can really respond to the people that you love or people that you need to communicate with from not as much emotion, but the clear, like, this is the problem. So that has been super, super helpful for me. And I hope it's helpful for you too. Redefining Wealth is about becoming your best self in every area of your life. From mindset to physical movement, you have a responsibility to protect the one and only vessel that you're going to get. Your health journey is just as important as your financial journey. So as you prioritize your self-care, I want you to also keep in mind how you can finance the lifestyle that you desire. 
Our partner this week is Chime, and Chime is on a mission to make financial peace of mind a reality for everyone. They're doing this by changing the way people feel about banking, and their business is built on the principle of protecting their members and making managing money easy. When you sign up for Chime and link a qualifying direct deposit, you'll get access to benefits like getting paid up to two days early and fee-free overdraft up to $200. Plus, with Chime, there are no monthly fees, no minimum balance, and no deposit required to become a member. To take care of your fit pillar and finance your health journey, sign up for a Chime checking account today to link your paycheck. It only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash RW. That's Chime.com slash RW. Special thanks to Chime for supporting the show. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank, North America, or Stride Bank, North America, member of the FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See Chime.com slash spot me. Now, the third thing that I love to do in my journal is write standards. Uh, do you guys remember writing standards? Am I dating myself? I don't know if young people write standards. I've never really seen my daughter do it, not since like second or third grade. But back in the day, for those of you who were on team talks too much with me, do you remember when you used to have to go to the board and write standards and you would write it over and over again? I will not talk when Mrs. Boynton is speaking in class and they would just drag it out and make it long. Um, I will be respectful to blah, 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 whatever. And you used to have to write them like a hundred times. There was something about that practice that actually worked in my favor. So I hated it when I was in grammar school and I had to do it. But around high school, I used it as a way to just train my brain to just only focus on this statement, whatever it was. I will get an A in chemistry no matter what. And I was not great in chemistry Never been great in science, still not to this day, but I definitely got an A in it. <laughs> and a part of my process was always the things that I really desired. I would write them over and over and over again. And sometimes when I don't particularly feel like there's anything that, you know, I have to complain about or worry about, sometimes it's just really stating the desire very clearly. And I might give myself 25 times to write it today, 25 tomorrow, and just whenever I feel led. But I remember in, what year was this, 2012, somewhere around there, before my first book came out, um, I was volunteering at a financial education nonprofit in Atlanta. And well before there would ever be an opportunity to work there, I was journaling, I will work at financial education nonprofit name and generate $40,000 a year. And if you remember at the time, I was newly coming off my brother's couch in Atlanta and, you know, really focused on rebuilding because I had lost everything in the recession and went from a seven figure business to scraping up change. And just think about that to go from a seven figure business to journaling. I just want to make $40,000. And the big thing about it was I wanted to do it in financial education because I had recognized that out of everything I had done in the real estate and mortgage industry, what I loved was teaching and educating people and seeing them get ahas. And the closest I had gotten to that was volunteering at this organization. And months later, they ended up 
offering me a job as a financial management consultant. I was the first one they had in Atlanta for this region. And they offered me more than what the position actually was supposed to have. I think it was like 37.5, but I ended up getting $40,000. And I really believe in the power of just manifesting that through writing the standards. I've done it with different properties that I've owned. I've done it with just different things, different opportunities that I've desired. And I can't say that every single one of them has come through, but the ones that did come through, they really seemed like they were written just for me. It just felt like it was written just for me because it literally, the standards were so specific that there's no way I call them, I call it a God wink, but There's no way anybody else would have known, but this is just something, a habit that I have of doing in my journal. So writing standards might be something that helps you clarify and refine your desires and then just commit to them, like through the practice. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt that deep yearning inside? It's like a whisper in your soul telling you that there is more to how you are living today. There's more than just climbing the corporate ladder and being content. There's more than how we've been taught to pursue wealth and financial success. There's more than just the good title and the house and the cars. There's more. I believe that there's a world of infinite possibilities waiting for you. And I want to invite you to join me in Atlanta, Georgia from October 6th through 8th for Redefining Wealth Live, where our theme is meant for more. This three-day experience is intended to help you get off autopilot, discover your deepest desires, and authentically manifest your dreams. I'm talking about transformational teachings, transformational connections, and transformational experiences that will help you create greater harmony, peace, and joy as you pursue professional pursuits, but do it with your desires in mind. This inaugural event is themed meant for more because I truly believe that you were born on purpose, with purpose, for purpose. Do not let fear or doubt hold you back from getting in this room, even if you have to come alone. Secure your seat at Redefining Wealth Live by visiting RedefiningWealthLive.com. That's RedefiningWealthLive.com. You, Purpose Chaser, are meant for more, and I can't wait to guide you on this remarkable journey of true internal and external transformation. I'll see you in Atlanta. And then the last thing I love to do in my journal is what's important now. In order to win, W-I-N, it's an acronym, what's important now. It allows me to really brain dump and think through what my desires are in this moment. And sometimes what you see come from that practice, again, if you're not trying to force it or push it or manipulate anything, but you're just allowing your spirit to say what's important now It'll really reveal that a lot of the things that you're doing are keeping you busy, but they're not necessarily needed in order to go to where your spirit wants to go next. Like a lot of us are just on autopilot. We're committed to doing certain things. We're just all invested. And I love commitment over interest. That is my jam. However, sometimes your spirit needs to pivot and we are so stuck on it just looking a certain way and being a certain thing that we don't really give ourselves an opportunity to expand, evolve, and explore what another possibility looks like. And so what's important now when I write that, sometimes I mean it for the day, sometimes I mean it for the week, sometimes I mean it just for whatever this season is because seasons can 
be as short as an hour or years, right? Whatever this season is, what's important now? And I try to filter it through the lens of the pillars. So I'll write out fifth pillar, what's important now? And I just allow myself to just write. And I go through fifth pillar, people pillar, space pillar, faith, work, and money. And then I look for any themes, anything that may be connected. And usually I can pull out two or three things that are a part of my next best step. And I look for ways to either just get things done or to find the support that I need in order to get them done. And that has been such a big part of, I believe, accelerating success more authentically because it's given me an opportunity to step away from the day-to-day frazzle (laughs) and busyness and all the things going on and just make sure that I'm always checking in with my spirit on what's important now. And your spirit will speak to you, but you have to create the space and the time to actually listen. I think we get so caught up in doing and going and striving that we forget that we were born with this guidance that if we cultivate through the faith pillar, I believe for me, it's been through the faith pillar. But if we cultivate it, it is just so on point with leading us to whatever our next steps are. And so I hope that this serves you. This is what my journal is littered with in addition to prayers to God and to just, um, you know, even sometimes writing to my grandmother or sometimes writing to people who have hurt me in the past, writing forgiveness letters, whatever it looks like. I just want to encourage you to grab a journal today and to really use it. Use it. Like there's a reason that there's so many journals on the market because it really does work. If anything, I think it's helped me relieve stress. I think it's helped me strategize from a very authentic place. I think it's helped me process what I'm processing in life. It's been such a big part of my self-care. It's been such a big part of my business. It's been such a big part of every one of the pillars in my life. And it's just something I want to offer to you as well. So I hope this is something that you are willing to take away and really implement. If you are new to journaling and you're going to try one, please share in the comments. Let me know what you're going to be working on. And if you've already been doing some of these practices because you read it and redefined wealth for yourself or it just came to you intuitively as it did to me, then just share and encourage someone else in the comments to do their thing with journaling because I really do believe in the power of it and its ability to help you manifest the life that you truly desire. You have the ability and the power to co-create your experience here. And so I really hope that you tap into that. Uh, Let me know what you thought. I'm at Seek Wisdom PCW on social media. Please rate and review this podcast. Share it with someone you love. We are looking for more, more, more purpose chasers all over the world to really lean into this message of redefining wealth for yourself. And that's it for me. Until next time, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later.